Tired of being baffled by healthcare policy? McGuire Woods Consulting presents Complications, Health Policy Unraveled, your solution to the policy puzzle. With our host, Stephanie Kennan, discover the ins and outs of healthcare policy and gain insights crucial for providers and investors. Let's simplify the complex together. Hello, I'm Stephanie Kennan with McGuire Woods Consulting, and today we're going to talk about physician-owned hospitals. The debate on physician-owned hospitals is beginning again, and I'm not sure that it ever really stopped. Republican members of Congress are leading the charge to permit expansion of physician-owned hospitals. At the same time, the Center for Medicare and Medicaid Services is trying to put back in place some restrictions that were lifted in the Trump administration. Physician-owned hospitals entered the healthcare scene in the early 1980s as a response to a number of changes in the healthcare sector as physicians sought to control their practice environment. These new institutions also helped facilitate patient-centered care redesign. Congress passed legislation concerning physician ownership and referral of services like physical therapy and radiologic services in the 1980s. These provisions, called Stark Laws, named after Pete Stark, who was a congressman from California, who actually pioneered this area of law because he was concerned about physicians self-referring to services for which they would profit because they owned them, like physical therapy or radiologic services. The Stark Laws restricted physician self-referral in Medicare and later Medicaid for a variety of services for which a physician might have a financial interest. However, under the whole hospital exception, a physician could refer a patient to a facility in which the physician was authorized to perform services even if he or she had an interest in the whole hospital as opposed to a specific department or service. Because of concerns regarding competitive harms to community hospitals by physician-owned hospitals, in 2003, a congressionally mandated 18-month study period and moratorium on new physician-owned hospitals was put into place and essentially temporarily closed the whole hospital exemption. When the Affordable Care Act was passed, Section 6001 provided a virtual statutory ban on physician-owned hospitals. The provision required that there be a Medicare provider agreement in place by December 31, 2010, in order for a physician-owned hospital to go forward. During the Trump administration, some of the restrictions of a physician-owned hospital designated as high Medicaid facilities were loosened through the regulatory process to allow them to expand. The Center for Medicare and Medicaid Services is now looking to tighten those restrictions In its proposed inpatient prospective payment system rule for 2024, CMS says it wants to again restrict expansion of physician-owned hospitals designated as high Medicaid facilities and to set maximum limits on the expansion of those hospitals. However, in Congress, some Republican members in the House and the Senate are sponsoring legislation that would lift restrictions on physician-owned hospitals. In the House, two members, Congressman Michael Burgess of Texas, who's a Republican, and Congressman Henry Quaylar of Texas, who's a Democrat, have introduced a bill that the House Energy and Commerce Committee reviewed yesterday in a hearing. It's going to have to go through a markup, but it's clear that they want to move that bill. In the Senate, Republican senators led by Senator James Langford of Oklahoma and Senator Bill Cassidy of Louisiana have sponsored a bill that would allow for the creation of new physician-owned hospitals and allow those providers to participate in Medicare and Medicaid. Critics of physician-owned hospitals contend that they are unavoidable conflicts of interest when doctors self-refer patients to facilities they own, or if they have an ownership stake in those facilities. This is an issue that is likely to have some, see some action in this Congress. 
So we will keep an eye on it as Congress acts and as CMS tries to restrict. Stay tuned. That wraps up this episode of Complications, Health Policy Unraveled, presented by McGuire Woods Consulting. We hope you've gained valuable insights into the healthcare policy issues we discussed today. Follow us in your favorite podcast app and never miss a healthcare update by subscribing to host and J.D. Supra's number one healthcare author, Stephanie Kennan's Washington Healthcare Update at mwcllc.com. And if you found this podcast valuable, please share it with your colleagues and leave us a review. We always appreciate your feedback. To continue the conversation, send us an email at healthpolicy at mwcllc.com. Thank you.